This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Earlier this year, DraftKings celebrated golf's first two majors by crowning the first ever fantasy golf millionaires. And with the third major starting next week, DraftKings is picking up right where they left off by doling out $3 million in prizes and crowning fantasy golf's next millionaire. Any questions? Uh, Actually, I got some questions. Shoot, buddy. Do you only win money on the major tournaments with DraftKings? Great question. DraftKings.com is a one-week fantasy golf site where you could win huge prizes every tournament. Wow, every tournament. That's amazing. Now, my buddy plays with DraftKings, but he loves golf. I don't really like golf. I like Uno. Will I have fun? First of all, you're a grown man who loves Uno, and I love that about you. Whether you live and breathe golf or you just love the thrill of fantasy sports, DraftKings lets you experience the game in a whole new way by playing to win a million dollars. Wow, how does it work? Just pick six golfers, pile up the points, and pick up your cash. That's it. This is the biggest one-week fantasy golf contest ever. Sounds amazing. When does it start? The event begins with the tournament, all right? So choose your players before next Wednesday night, and there could be a giant check with your name on it Sunday afternoon. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo. Promo code ALN to play for free for a shot to become a fucking millionaire. Enter ALN now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Can't wait to play. Just need the name of the website. Are you serious, man? <laughs> of course not. DraftKings.com. There you go. At some point, every one of us embarks on a journey to find love. We meet people, we date, we get in and out of relationships, all with the hope of finding someone with whom we share a deep connection with. Hilarious comedian Aziz Ansari has just come out with a new book called Modern Romance. It's already a New York Times bestseller, and in the book, Aziz combines his irreverent humor with cutting-edge social science to give us an unforgettable tour of our new romantic world. Aziz teamed up with an NYU sociologist and designed a massive research project that included hundreds of interviews and focus groups from Tokyo to Buenos Aires to Wichita, Kansas. And they analyzed behavioral data and enlisted the world's leading social scientists. It's unlike any social science or humor book we've ever seen before. Aziz is one of the best comics in the game. We all know that. We loved him on Parks and Rec. We love him in all the movies he's been in. And, uh, and you know, this book is, is just a hilarious, thoughtful, and in-depth exploration of the pleasures and perils of modern romance. I, I mean, personally, I love this book because, uh, you know, I'm a single dude, and I uh, have come up in the age of, uh, of dating apps, which is a $2.4 billion industry. I mean, people are getting married so much later in life because 38% of, of people are are on single people that claim to be single and dating are on these apps and and you know it's just making your early 20s into this relentless hunt for more romantic options um, one of the things that really stood out in this book for me not only is it Aziz is just very astute 
uh, observations at love and romance in the in the modern world because uh, you know he came up in it with when uh, he was dating before apps and Facebook and all that stuff and and then kind of was at the precipice of it and has used all of it and he he references the story of how his uh, his folks you know had an arranged marriage and his dad <laughs> his dad met his uh, his wife uh, is Aziz's mom. Um, they've been married for thirty five years, and they met uh, some families in the neighborhood uh, arranged for them. And at first, Aziz's dad said that uh, she was a little too tall. Um, then met a girl and said she was too short. And then met his now wife and Aziz's mom and said that she was the appropriate height. They talked for like thirty minutes, and then a week later, decided to get married. And he explains in the book like. The ups and downs they have, like any, uh, you know, any relationship, any couple, and how, you know, the uh, the dopamine and the amazing adrenaline that we get from the early stages of a relationship are so empowering and so overwhelmingly emotional and great. And then, like any drug, because uh, dopamine is the same, I guess, um, you know, uh, chemical that's released in your body that cocaine gives off. And, and like any drug, it, it wears off, and then you're forced to really figure out um you know person on person what's what's going on what drives you what desires uh and and needs you guys have for each other and aziz you know it's it's really incredible when you see a a comic that's so smart and funny to really um tackle something like this that is so relatable and and make it funny but also very personal and um you know for me uh having uh, being the product of uh uh, parents that were married 20 years and then uh, and then called it quits. It, uh, it it I don't know. It makes me look under even a bigger microscope of of just the way people meet and and the way people connect and and what keeps people together. You know, I feel like social media is um, hurting and helping that. Um, and all these apps, people are meeting and and staying together, and, and it's breaking people apart. And Aziz gets into all that stuff in this book and and these experiments they did and, and how much on the road that he talks to people and gets true stories. Um, it's incredible, and it's it's great to see a comic that made everyday people so comfortable to share their stories. And Aziz shares that in this book, which the AV Club raves. It's hard to think of another celebrity book that also feels like breaking news. Aside from the jokes, the science of modern romance, the title of Aziz Ansari's book, holds water and is absolutely fascinating. The co-author of Freakonomics, Stephen Levitt, says, Not only did I laugh my ass off, I really learned stuff. Where was this book when I was 22 years old? The book is available. It's hilarious. It's a great insight to modern romance. The title of the book by Aziz Ansari. And to find out more, check out the book at book.azizansari.com. And now, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey, everybody. It's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, your Android, your iPhone, the podcast app, wherever you're getting the show, uh, aboutlastnightpodcast.com. We, we appreciate the love. You guys have been so great lately. Your your comments and, and uh, rates on the uh, iTunes page are just killing it. Take two seconds right now. Speaking of which, and go over to the iTunes page if you haven't done so yet and give us a five-star rating and comment on that motherfucker because that helps us climb the charts, baby. Uh, today's episode, I, I can't tell you guys how much I love. It's his second time on the podcast. You could tell there was just a, a much comfier vibe with, with all three of us. Uh, so many more laughs, so many more great stories, and a different dude. You know, we had him over a year ago now, and I'm talking about Steve-O. Steve-O! Obviously, you love him from Jackass, but he's uh, he's got his own shit going on now, man, and he talks about that, breaking off from the Jackass crew and... 
And uh, he's got his first, he announced it here on the podcast, his first stand-up comedy hour special, Steve-O. Uh, pretty, pretty fucking cool, man. Um, he's been grinding hard since we last had him on. He's been doing stand-up now, I think, f- almost five years. And uh, he's going to do his first special, man. It's a big deal. We talk about that. We talk about his early stunt days, living... Uh, I'm sorry, uh, with the guys that uh, in Florida, he lived, uh, was friends with the number one, two, and three platform divers in the U.S. And he talks about how instrumental they were and his, his daredevilness that, uh, that you know, continued to grow inside of him as he got older. Talks about lighting his asshole on fire. Talks about defacing SeaWorld's property and getting in trouble with, uh, with the law. Uh, this one's just full of a lot of great stories, a lot of laughs. We laughed really hard. I did a Cosby impression at one point that Steve fucking lost his mind over. It's a great episode. Glad he came back on. Uh, and of course, check out Steve-O's YouTube page because he's uh, always posting hilarious videos. And uh, and look out for his stand-up special. And go see him at a city near you. Steve-O.com for all his tour dates. Follow him on Twitter at Steve-O. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy. Follow Brad on Twitter at Funny Brad. Brad Williams will be in Toledo, Ohio, July 16th through the 19th at the Funny Bone in Toledo, Ohio. Go see Brad. It's a great club, Toledo, Ohio. Get your tickets at funnybone.com. And then if you're in Montreal, Canada, Brad will be at the Montreal Comedy Festival July 24th through the 28th. It's like comedy camp up there. If you haven't been, you should go at some point. Every great comic in the world, the best ones uh, working, are out there. And it's um, it's a lot of fun, a lot of shows, a lot of drinking, a lot of uh, tomfoolery. <laughs> what? Jesus. Um, so go see Brad in Montreal. And then July 31st through August 2nd, Brad will be headlining the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club. Well, turn your phone off, Adam. July 31st through August 2nd in Ventura, California. Go see Brad there. Come see me uh, all around L.A. I'm in L.A. Improv Comedy Store Laugh Factory until uh, July 22nd. And then I go do some stuff, man. I'm going to Boston for a little bit and then to Atlanta to shoot some stuff. Uh, I'll tell you guys more about that uh, later on in the the podcast uh, coming weeks. And, of course, go to AstoyMerchandise.com, get all your ALN merch, shirts, mugs, wear them, bring them to the shows, we'll sign them. we got some more cool stuff coming, so go to AstoyMerchandise, E-S-T-O-Y, Merchandise.com, and get all your merch. And, of course, uh, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, at Brad Williams Comic at AdamRay33. Get our albums, keep listening on iTunes, rate and comment on iTunes. Now that we got all the merch info out of the way, those are the Twitter handles, those are the tour dates. So now sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special episode of the About Last Night podcast with our guest, second timer, the hilarious Steve O. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to our dope podcast? All right. Well, all right. So a little bit of a rocky start. Steve-O came in uh, praising the fuck out of this podcast. Yes. And and then uh, we we had some technical difficulties. But I would love you to reiterate your sweet sentiments. (laughs) Well, it's true, man. Um, In general, 
will you do my podcast is a very annoying question because every schmuck has a podcast and there's a few things I'd less rather do. And every podcast has a schmuck. Right. <laughs> Uh, but, I'm, uh, our, I'm our schmuck. And <laughs> just, just, just last time I was here with you guys, I just felt like it was such a fucking excellent, excellent fucking... Experience. Yeah, recording, podcast, whatever. You well, know, thank like you, it's man. fucking badass. Thanks, and, man. Well, I mean, we've been on the... We, we've all been on the road, and I don't know if this happens to you, but, like, oftentimes the opening act in whatever city you're in has a podcast, and he's like, well, right. I'm here. The, or the comedy club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're here. Then uh, there, 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 there's right. a couple where the uh, owner is the host of the podcast, and right. well, then you have yeah. to say yes. Right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, whatever. You know, like, who am I to bitch about it? But uh, it's just my way of saying that I, I appreciate you guys and fucking... Well, thank you, let's, man. Let's drop the hammer. Sure. Uh, what was... There was one thing you guys got into about um, that we didn't get on there, but you said about your your dwarf card or something? What was it? Your your M oh, card? Right, right. You, oh, yeah. you asked, uh, do I do a lot of podcasts with dwarves? And that <laughs> caught me off guard because I thought, like, is dwarf... Like, uh, is dwarf... Is that like, the term? The term. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, honest to God, don't think... Like, we all say we know. I don't care. I really don't give a shit. It's... And, uh, sure. And, 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 I, and I asked you about Wee Man, and you said that... Like you guys, well, yeah, like, yeah, us, like, uh, you know, he's he's our midget, you know? right? And like, to, 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 everybody's got one. To, well, to, to okay. Wee Man, if you're living like, life we're, properly, we're kind of cool like that. So I yeah. said, we, like, we, Wee Man gave us an M word pass. You know? That's awesome. Uh, I mean, I guess, like, uh, it's like a Disneyland front of the line pass, right? But, um, but you know, like the thing, the thing about it that's so difficult is that. There's so many different variations of you know dwarfism. Yeah, this is really you know um, exactly like what like what what's and they're all so scientific sounding. Yeah, yeah, never, yeah. There's like thousands of them. Right? Yeah, me and uh, me and Jason have the same type. Actually, we both have something called uh, achondroplasia. Right, Which, I was going to say, yeah. like, kinoplastic fire. You know, <laughs> kinoplastic. Like, right. It's Sounds like something like, you get at the pharmacy. <laughs> I know. I mean, no one's ever going to keep up with that. So you really do need something more uh, user-friendly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then and then, little, little person, person, as I said before, is just the absolute worst. Yeah. It's such an inherently belittling thing to yeah. call somebody. You're just a little person. Right. Yes, you are. Right, you know. So, <laughs> so I, I, I much prefer the term midget to little person. <laughs> it's stronger. It's, it's like Bill Burr says. It's got more... More fucking like, like yeah, midget, you know, like I'm with you, man. Yeah. I, I, I'm right. completely. But, with but you. There, I don't think that there's necessarily. I haven't heard anybody say anything really bad about the term dwarf. So I mean, maybe yeah. that is the way to go. I, I'm I'm okay with that one. I mean, now I, I think. Uh, Wait, what would someone say? Uh, what what, did they give vertically challenged? Uh, vertically uh, challenged. <laughs> God, I'm not. Oh, that, it's like too uber PC. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but I don't. I don't think that that's, that sounds good anyway. But no. I don't I don't know that I've ever uh, done a um, uh, podcast with with another. All right, dwarf. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm I think still I might go with one. dwarf. Yeah, yeah. I, think I'm still I like it. That. I think it because it's like uh, medically correct, right? Yeah, right. exactly. And then it also Dwarfism. sounds it also sounds fun. And now Pierre Dinklage is helping it really make a comeback. So we're, so we're going strong to the hoop now. Is there some sort of like award that Dinklage gets from the little people? Just the D- Dwarf of the Year award. <laughs> Please Every tell me year. that's a real thing. Uh, yeah, we 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 have we have our convention. Every year, which is actually not even a joke, that's a real thing. Oh yeah, yeah. We've had we we have dwarf conventions. Man. I mean, they, ha, ha, every every year, every year. I mean, there's a big one, and that, I use that term lightly. Uh, in the <laughs> summer, 
and it, it, it actually just happened a couple weeks ago, but I missed it because I was on tour. But uh, yeah, there's a big like national conference in the summer, and there's over like a thousand little people that go that go that go to one hotel. Right. And I always feel for the people that maybe uh, went I don't down. think Weeman's ever had sex with uh, with another. He's never done dwarf. it. Yeah. Really? He's like, always been pretty particular about. Uh, uh, you know, like yeah. all his girlfriends are like. How, how about you? Oh yeah, I've oh, done yeah. it. I've, I've, Dude, how about I've that one out. on the the one on the the show? She she was in our third movie. Like she she was uh she's super hot, man. Oh Tara, uh, yeah, Tara, Tara Joel. She's in uh, Little Women L.A. Right, and she's yeah. just super hot. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I used to date one of the other cast members in that show. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, if, I don't. I'm not familiar, so I can't. <laughs> what? Steve-O, you don't spend your nights watching Little Women L.A., now airing on Lifetime in its second season? Wow. Free plug. Free plug, Little Women L.A. Give me that Lifetime money. All I know is that that chick Tara is hot. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Now, when you came in here, you showed us videos of of you on a skate park with fireworks attached to your skateboard. I've been been pretty stunty lately. Yeah, Yeah, what what propels a a stunty uh, mentality? Well, I mean, 4th of July, you were going to ask me, like, is Fourth of July like a big thing every year, and it's not because like uh, what you know it was two thousand one. I drove cross country from Florida mm-hmm. to, to make my big move out, out to L.A. And uh, along the way, driving cross country, I stopped in Alabama at a fireworks store, and I just filled my car with fireworks. <laughs> and uh, they just kind of sat around until Fourth of July came. I was like, okay, well now is the day. And and I really had like a fucking crazy fireworks bonanza and I felt like I just closed the book on it you know like there's like, nothing left to done. do I blew up artillery shells in my car while driving it what the fuck you know? uh, right like uh, is, and is there, there's no like amount of like doubt or like uh, you just do right. it I mean is it once well, you have the idea I mean, and commit to I it I figured out how to wedge them sideways so that it wouldn't go anywhere and then just put it like sort of in the back seat, you know. Oh, God, what, did you and, did you invite someone to sit down there and scare yeah, the fuck me and, out of me and, them? Me and uh, Chris Pontius like oh, uh, no drove shit. through the parking lot, and I mean, and whatever. Like I, I did, I just did a bunch of them, and I felt like okay, there's nothing left to do, but but uh, clearly there was, and there's still more to do. But uh, but yeah, it was my my Fourth of July. Like uh, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the skate park, and I'm gonna like tape artillery shells to my skateboard oh, my and uh, blow them up while I'm while I'm skating, <laughs> and uh, and that worked out really well but there's still like a lot more i could do well i mean because we were the last podcast we did uh adam and i we talked about the guy uh in maine or florida who put a firework on his head who put a who put a mortar right. on I his head heard about that. i only fuck? heard about that like after yeah and, like, I, and, I, and i read a whole article about that like uh, like trying to figure out like what actually happened to kill him and like the, there was like a whole article that just never got into like the actual like right Mechanics of what what happened because, like, if, if the mortar, I guess that's the same as an artillery shell. Yeah. You put it, you put it in the tube, right? And then it's got the long hose, and so then it shoots up into the sky. Sure. So did he just rest the tube on his head? Because I don't see how that could. I have no idea. Like, that, that, that shouldn't be enough, right? I mean, but maybe yeah, it was just a straight up impact, mate. That. Um, I, maybe I, he didn't have it in a tube, and it just blew up on his head. I have no idea. But right, I, like, I'm dying to know what he fucking did. I don't necessarily want to see. Sure, it maybe this is the beginning of the firework revolt. Like maybe they've had enough fucking abuse. I don't, from, know. <laughs> I don't know, but like for you, I would think that you would look at that from a different perspective because you're like, yeah, tell me exactly what he did, oh, I so I don't do that yeah. shit. Right. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> they, they told that they they uh, stopped me on the sidewalk 
yesterday mm-hmm. uh, um, to film me, you know, like the paparazzi guys. And oh, then yeah. that's why I was on the TMZ show. Oh. And uh, they said, did you hear about the guy who fucking blew up a firework on his head and was killed instantly? And I just started cracking up. Like, <laughs> I, said, like, I said, like, I shouldn't be laughing, you know, yeah, but... I shouldn't laugh. But did they, show, did they show me laughing at the guy's death? On, on no, oh, that's they, good. they did not show Thank that. Thank God. I know TMZ has a little bit of heart. <laughs> but come on, man. Like, because it just sounded funny. Because we just grew up with these uh, Roadrunner and Coyote cartoons where you, right, where, right, right. where you just picture him strapping the firework to his head right, and all right, of a sudden, right, right. boom. Right, right, like, right. Like, like it's, yeah, you're right. You're seeing real-life Looney Tunes. How yeah. you're not supposed to... Also, when, when people catch you off guard with certain pieces of information, like, there's no... He's not telling you how you, yeah, he's not telling you about like Obama's new trade embargo. He's right, like, right. hey, some guy just lit a firework up I on know. his head and blew himself up. I, uh, <laughs> I I'm actually like, I work really hard to like create the impression that I'm like super gnarly and reckless, you know. Mm-hmm. But dude, I'm a pussy man. Like I spent like I went to the skate park during the day when the sun was out and like I just pussy, fucking pussy, go when it's I, raining. I, well, no, but, but <laughs> same. Like I went like like during daylight hours to and I did all kinds of test blasts, like taping the fireworks to the board and just rolling it on like light the wick and rolled it on his own just to see what happened right just and i looked at light. it and i was like i can't handle that you know yeah. i did now, my research and yeah shit. now if, if you if the if the skateboard blows into literal <laughs> smithereens you're like all right well maybe don't do that and there's a, yeah and a sign that is left just floating into the air that says don't do it steve <laughs> like, right. i think there's a sign <laughs> right and, and the one way i did like uh the, you know, there's a 60 foot bridge over by the hollywood sign over yeah. lake hollywood and uh, you know, I just moved into that neighborhood, and so like I rode my I ride my bike around the lake, and every time I'd go across that bridge on my bike, I'd look over and I'd be like, "Fuck, dude, it's so tall! Oh my god, I've got to do a flip off of it." And, <laughs> Jesus, uh, that's your fucking. Right? That's so crazy that that's your first thought. Oh yeah. my god, it, was, it just looks so epic. I mean, underneath the Hollywood sign, it was just like so cool. And uh, and I just kind of sat on the idea, and until finally, I was like, okay, fuck, I got to do it. And so I went over to Florida, where I know like. Uh, you know, the former senior diving champion of the USA, like uh, I love, national champ. Like, and the, I love and the, that you know that's where he is. Why not? I, like, I knew him because, uh, you know, I was at the University of Miami with him, like sleeping on his floor after I got kicked out of the dorms. Oh, you no, know? Wait, right. what were you kicked and, out of the uh, dorms for? Ah, uh, man, for, like, initially I got, like, I mean, I got placed on final disciplinary probation within two weeks of class starting in my freshman year. What? Because they raided my room and they found all kinds of pot and booze and shit. Final disciplinary super, like, that's, yeah, that, that, that's the most, <laughs> that sounds like the dean of uh, Animal House, right, double right. secret super probation. Right, right, that was final disciplinary probation is what they called it. Yeah. And then, um... Then what happened was I was drunk one night and, uh, you know, I lived in the, the dorm building I lived in was 12 stories tall and the stairwell was separated from, so it was like separated by a balcony and the stairwell would, went up to a 13th floor where, where the building only went to 12. And so if you go into the top of the stairwell, there's a window and I smashed it out. Of course, I filmed it all, smashed out the window and I climbed out and I jumped out across the balcony yes. onto the roof. Wow. Yes. And then I found once I was on the roof that there's no lock on the other, the, from the roof side, the door just opens. So I would like go up there pretty regularly, <laughs> c- crawl through the window, jump out onto the roof, open up the door and like for people to join me on the roof and like kind of have parties, you know, it's like, incredible. And, wow. uh, and there was a radio tower up there. So you got to figure, like, you know, 12 stories, 120 feet up in the air, and then a radio tower. And, like, I was all drunk and climbing up the radio tower, and somebody spotted me on the ground, like, uh, and they called the cops, and the cops came onto the roof. And then that was it. They're like, you're done. You're out of here. <laughs> and so uh, I, I stayed. 
I mean, I, well, I dropped out of school. I left and went to California, but I came back and stuck around for like another, I don't know, two years, yeah. a year and a half, two years. And like, and, and this apartment, like I knew like uh, the number one, number two, and number three ranked platform divers in the U.S. And they all lived in like one apartment together in the athletic apartment. Wow. I mean, and most uh, guys brag about knowing people that are on the Maxim Hot 100, <laughs> but I, 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 I still think that's a pretty solid Dude, thing. Dude, fucking, it was Top divers. Because like, and this was like a big, big deal for me because at the time I had like, you know, I mean, I dropped out like fully. Like I was like, okay, now I need a plan. My plan is I'm going to be a fucking crazy stunt guy. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I'm going to do these fucking stupid stunts for a living. This was my plan. And everybody who heard me say this just sort of felt bad for me. Like, you know, <laughs> like what a loser, what a shame. And I was such an easy guy to pick on, you know, and, and whatever. But like the thing was that I was hanging out with these diver dudes and I would like spend my days like going around filming dumb shit and I would like climb onto like apartment buildings. I'd come back and show the guys, like, oh, check it out. Like, I fucking climbed on the roof of a three-story apartment building and did a flip off the roof, and I landed in, like, four feet of water in, the, oh, in like, geez. the, you know, in this in this super... Uh, <laughs> you know, and these guys would look at the footage, and they would be, like, they'd be, like, cringing, like, wincing, like, oh, dude, you're fucking crazy. And, like... But they thought it was divers. cool, right? They, I mean- thought, they thought it was, like, unbelievable. And I thought, well, these guys are, like, the best on the planet at jumping into water. And, like, what I'm doing, I'm jumping off these buildings. Dude, that's incredible that you found an audience that was like right I that mean, was influential that was going to either give you like well, a when they when they reacted that way to, to to my building jumps i was like fuck man if they're impressed by this i'm really onto something and that put a lot of wind into my sails and they like kind of coached me and trained me like got me like doing like like really pretty solid uh, standing backflips and so mm-hmm. then i learned how to like douse my my arm with like a uh, flammable liquid and light it on fire with and, and i'd like do a standing backflip with my arm on fire, which I'd use as a torch. So when I tuck for the flip and I'm upside down in the air, I'm blowing like fireball out of my mouth using my arm as a torch. Like a fucking Street Fighter character. Yeah, simultaneous fire breathing backflips. And like once (laughs) this was all going on. Cirque du Soleil, fuck you. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, this was all going on in like 1996. Right. And like like with the fire breathing. The year of the backflip fire breathing. Yeah, fire breathing backflips. And like. You know, that was when everything started. Like, like, it was like I already had a pretty decent skill set. And like then I'm like, now I'm doing fire-breathing flips off of apartment buildings, you know? And like oh, everything was just on fire from that point, you know? <laughs> Literally. Like, so they yeah, were they were right. they were your I mean it yeah, was almost that was like when a, shit started to take off. It's like right? a young comic that's like making Seinfeld laugh and then he kind of, you keep kind of going to him with right, jokes and bit. he's like, "Yeah, that's A little bit, yeah. I mean, you would use them as your uh, barometer of like right. what was Right. And now like uh my buddy who was number 1 in the nation back then and like really like, you know, he got me walking fucking up and down flights of stairs in on my hands, you know, and like I've doing, seen those old clips, yeah. Doing like backflips and shit and like um now he's the coach. He's the head coach of the the dive team. I think for like for some university, and and they train at the the swimming hall of fame in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. So I went like like to get ready to do this fucking sixty foot backflip. Yeah. Like I went to go train with him in Fort Lauderdale for a day, and then I went to train from, for it. Well, yeah, because well, I yeah, need to just slow down my rotation on my backflip because like if if you know because the highest I ever fucking went. 
You know, I might have done a backflip from 40 feet, but this this was 60 feet. Right. And so if like if you flip and then you keep flipping because it's higher. Yeah. Now you're gonna do a belly flop. Then you're gonna land flat on your back and you're gonna fucking blow out your spleen. You know, like there's no question that you land that wrong, you get fucked. (laughs) So I wanted to slow down my rotation and I went from to Fort Lauderdale to train with Brian Galuli and then I went from there to train with the head coach of the University of Miami dive team, which is the coolest ever because, man, like my buddy Randy, who's like, you know, the, the head coach of UF yeah. diving, back in 1996, like, I mean, it just goes without saying at the Olympic pool, like regular civilian schmucks are not allowed on the fucking diving platforms. Because they know? could kill themselves. And I, and I wasn't even supposed to be on the fucking campus. And the, <laughs> and the coach let me, was, I was allowed to go up on the top. You That's know? fantastic. And so I went there and they helped me out. And I, I just got it right, man. I hit it right. On yeah. the first one. Well, well, yeah, like I mean, I, I did a ton yeah. on the platform, yeah, but yeah. I only did one. I only did one on the on the bridge. Did you have? Per, I don't know if you're allowed to say this, but did you have permits to do that? Or did fuck you just, no, you go do it. <laughs> fuck no, and then I posted it immediately afterwards, begging for somebody. And I said, "Will somebody please fucking call the cops and get?" Because I figured if it, <laughs> if I got arrested for it, it would be so much bigger of a story. Sure. Because like I mean, you know, that's my thing. Is I'm just such an attention whore, and like you know, like. I, attention horror, but also thrill seeker. Like I think attention horror by a result of being a thrill seeker. No, no, no. I'm no? Not, I don't even care about the thrill. Like, I, so you I, had no I, thrill I from, dude, from the flip. I, I'm afraid to go on fucking roller coasters, man. Yes, see? I, I don't Another like, person, I told you, I don't they're fuck scary. With roller, I do Steve not fuck is with, afraid of roller coasters. I do not fuck with roller coasters. If you're strapped in, you have, you're wrapped just, in bubble wrap, you're terrified, <laughs> but I'll, I'll light my arms I, on fire and do a right. backflip on a 60-foot bridge. I have irrational fears, you know? I don't fucking like roller coasters. I fucking hate them. Dude, I hate them, too. Right, I fucking hate. They make it. my stomach sick. They go upside down for no reason. I go, I go to the fucking like uh, whatever Universal Six Flags Studios, or, yeah. yeah, with my with my family, and like I like I'm so grateful that I have like a, a d- disabled young nephew who who needs somebody to watch. <laughs> <laughs> There's always somebody that needs to stay behind. Right, right. And you're, so, you, so, so you like they, volunteer yourself. So, and, and this has been going on since my niece was like fucking eight years old or whatever, you know? Like she's going on all the crazy fucking Hulk rides, this and that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, you have fun. And like I go to the exit and watch my nephew while my niece and my sister, like. <laughs> How how crazy is it that there's three people in this room, two of which are terrified of roller coasters, the only, the only one who's not afraid of roller coasters isn't tall enough to ride them. That <laughs> is fucked up. Good one, God. Good one, God. Dude, Brad, yeah. you just need to write a book called Good One, God of things like that. It's a coffee That's table book. Because I love roller coasters. Now, now when that happens, you, you literally like look at your nephew and just go, oh, thank God you're fucked up. This is really helping me right. out. I mean, Thank God you fucked up. And no, like, I know. They're, they're, I mean, if there's a silver lining in it, <laughs> <laughs> if there has to be. Now, right. now, now, do you, do you do that thing where you're like, oh, I would love to go on, but uh, someone's got to sit no, and watch. No, I'm like, look, I don't fucking like them. And then, and then, <laughs> and then when they start like, when they start things, man, when they start campaigning or like trying to like put pressure on me, I'm like, I'm like, okay, you know what? You're gonna, like, I, I get fucking super pissed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not going to fucking spend my day fucking arguing about whether I'm going on a fucking roller coaster or not. <laughs> so, so, like, you want me pissed? Fucking keep it up, you know? <laughs> and I just put my foot down, and so then they stop fucking with me. Uh, I, 
I saw the clip, man. I saw the clip of you flipping off the uh, or jumping off the bridge uh, uh, right at the Hollywood sign. Dude, you planned this out. Like you, I did. You had drone cameras for the. Ah, uh, we God. had drone footage. Like we snuck in in the middle of the night to check the depth of the water. Like we fucking. Oh yeah, because that could have sucked. I, I guess. Went, <laughs> I, went, I went and measured the height. Like. Uh, so was there we any? Fucking hiked up to the above the Hollywood. Have you ever been above the Hollywood? No, sign? we got to do that. No. It's so fucking cool, man. Oh. When you're up there, like above it and behind it. I've like, seen it in movies like Joseph Gordon-Levitt sitting on the edge being like, what is the world really doing for us? And you're like, okay, well, this movie sucks, but the sign looks great. Dude, <laughs> fuck, man. You gotta, like, you gotta have a fisheye lens when you go up there, you know? What do you, like, I mean, fisheye lens on your camera if you want to like, get the right, right shot, you know? Is but it incredibly just, spiritual and you get really introspective? No, it's, no, it's, it's just, just fucking cool, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking cool. God, you have got to play, you've got to be the worst guy to play the game Never Have I Ever Because <laughs> you just You've done it all man uh, Never Have I Ever Really? You, you guys yeah. haven't You guys haven't Put a fish hook Through your cheek And jump yeah. like you were Chum into the ocean? No? Dude that's Just so, me? Uh, yeah Yeah I, I, I suppose man I, I've lived a blessed life But yeah man Like I, I'm not a thrill seeker And I, I am a major attention whore And that's all there is to it Well sure Because you recently uh, uh, Since the last time You are on this podcast You uh, went and defaced a sign in yeah. San Diego. That's that, right, that, man. That was a big. I've had a bunch of of cool, uh, what you call it, like publicity stunts that really worked out for me. The SeaWorld sign was good. I, I defaced a highway sign that said SeaWorld Drive, like two yeah. miles. Yeah. And fucking, when I was done with it, it said SeaWorld sucks. <laughs> hey, just, man, simple seventh grade style. Hey, right. fucking. But right. this isn't, yeah. like, this, this isn't some sign in the hallway. This is, like, the major sign oh, on dude, the freeway. Yeah. That everybody sees to know where everybody SeaWorld is. Right, 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 right. Yeah. It was fucking huge. And I knew better than to fuck with, uh, whatchamacallit, like SeaWorld property, you know? Like, sure, this the penguins, like, yeah. You, you could. This is like the green fucking, it's a massive one, and you know, like right in the middle of all the fucking lanes of traffic, because that's where, you know, it's in between. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, I'm just trying to get up on that side. I could have got a ladder at the first try, but... but Wait, you didn't? That, no, that would have been boring, man. What I, what I got... <laughs> I got like a fucking like a five pound weight that people jog with, and I tied a rope to it, and I fucking threw it up over, and I fucking like Batman, I tried to climb up. <laughs> well, you tell me in your head you're going. No, no, with the music. But but like trying to get like I fucking went up there and I fell on my head twice, fucking you know. But, I really did. But that doesn't stop Steve-O. All right, yeah, and then I just got a ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's figured, oh, yeah. That, I love that video. That uh, object that's been helping that. us get high up for hundreds of years now. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just it's do that one. It's been good, man, you know, but... but what, yeah, so when you did that, uh, what was your reason for doing that? Just to well, uh, just also like, make a statement, I, I, yeah? I'm sensitive to animal rights. I mean, I have been for years. Um, and then just, I what? used to be in the circus as a circus clown right. way back in the day. And, you know, and I believe wholeheartedly that... Animals weren't that, treated that, well there. Yeah, yeah, the fuck, man. And, like, it's totally abusive to elephants and tigers and all that, all that shit. I'm super against... The only thing that didn't bother me when I was in the circus was the dog and cat act. Because like I could really sense like a bond and love between the, the this Russian lady and her dogs and cats. And, sure. like, I was just I gonna like, say they were probably the bearded lady's only friends. <laughs> right, like if, uh, if 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 those dogs and cats were abused, I don't think they could have performed. You know, like yeah, right. you don't break a dog's spirit. You know, like the way you break an elephant. <sighs> yeah. You know, so whatever. So like, breaking an elephant. So I mean, what would I mean? And we don't have to get all into I, it. I mean, all I know is that like the the fucking you know the. 
elephant guy has this like stick that's got like these like fluffy looking tassels at the end mm-hmm. but the tassels are just to disguise this fucking gnarly like metal hook you know this bull hook it's called Jesus and like you know and so he's just fucking he's like he's like jabbing to get them yeah. to uh, do to what they want shit. yeah and they do worse shit than that man like sir, just going going to circuses that have animals just fucking sucks so man. then like, like you see the documentary Blackfish and then, right and then the documentary Blackfish like uh, yeah, for sure was... man I mean like I think that that was when, like when, when we were down in San Diego my buddy was like dude you should fuck with SeaWorld and I, I thought right man like and then, again I knew better than to fuck with their property and I sure. and saw the highway sign they like, got okay. SeaWorld lawyers <laughs> right I, I saw the highway sign and I was like oh well the highway sign is like state property and right. so like so I can fuck with that all I want, and it's just going to be the state fucking with me. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I, I just thought, you know, there's just – that's a, that's a, like – I mean, you don't want to alienate people. You know, if you get political or, you know, they say politics and religion. Sure, sure. But, but I felt like I really believe in it, and nobody's rooting for SeaWorld anymore. You know, like, no, it's think, crazy any, to turn. Anybody yeah. who's still fucking tooting SeaWorld's horn, I don't It's mind not cool anymore. Alien. I mean, it's going to be like the yeah. people who are still backing Jared from Subway. You know, it's yeah, going to exactly. be like... <laughs> Timely reference. I'm so mad at that, dude. I'm so fucking mad. Especially because he looks like the guy that does it, man. Now well, he's the no, poster. Oh, dude. He fucked up one of my jokes, dude. Oh, what? no. What was yeah, your joke? my joke is... <laughs> Wait, let's just stop and re- recognize that for a minute. I'm like, because he's a man who's loving kids and kid born. You're like, no. Oh, man, he's fucking up my egg. <laughs> That's yeah. welcome to the way comics think, yeah. everybody. Right, dude, I have a Jared joke. <laughs> I fucked it up. Yeah, it's like it's like it was a killer bit, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm still gonna use it. I'm yeah. just gonna, I just so have gotta to adjust yeah, it. Maybe a we bit. can work this out because I have, to, sure. I have to add a tag on the end of it now. The joke goes, ah. Uh, you know, I'm a fucking sex addict, but I think any fucking guy who's been on TV with any regularity at all is also a sex addict because there are women out there, if they've fucking seen you on TV and then they spot you, mm-hmm. they just fucking turn into baseball vendors on you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> pussy overhead. <laughs> Piping hot beaver. <laughs> wow, I mean, how, how great would it be if they would just chuck it across the aisle, too? <laughs> Fantastic. Churros, peanuts, yeah. pussy. <laughs> right. They're slinging it, and they don't give a fuck if you're the guy from the Subway commercials. You know? Well, I mean, yeah. Jared. Yeah, yes. so, so that, yeah. well. I mean, Can you think of a dorkier-looking motherfucker than Jared? No, I didn't think so. And I'm telling you, he's pounding the puss. <laughs> Whether he's at Subway or not, motherfucker's eating fresh. I mean, that's yeah, great. Dude. You still can Yeah, I that. bet you right. Right now, he's piling his six-inch meatball right into somebody's cold-cut combo. <laughs> That's a great joke. I know. That's hilarious. Yeah, but, the, but, but to, be fair, to be fair. But now you just have to tag every right. ending like, of it like, with. Hey, but hey, to be, to be fair. Yep. I don't know that that's true, actually. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. I got to add a tag on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you I, could I, still I, for sure still do that. I, yeah. I don't know. If it, though, like, I, I think the people that still go that still go to SeaWorld are like going like, no, I also bought tickets <laughs> to go see Bill Cosby. 
What? What's the problem? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. Dude, I love that Bill Cobbs. He's like, well, uh, <laughs> on his deposition. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, yeah. What did he yeah. say in it? He was uh, like, he uh, said, well, no, I did buy some quaaludes with the intent of drugging women that I wanted to have sex with. <laughs> but. On the record. But, yeah. wait a minute. And, he's, and the butt was supposed he to. He takes like, that sworn oath pretty seriously. <laughs> no, well, shit. you don't buy quaaludes <laughs> to not drug and fuck the women. You buy them to drug and fuck the women. But if you buy quaaludes just to have a good time, you're not doing it right. You got to buy the quaaludes, you drug them, you fuck them. We'll be right back. <laughs> he, uh, wow, that was impressive. Thanks, man. Well, I, uh, Kazu was one of my first impressions, sadly. Oh, my God. Uh, Dude, and, you're loving it. Yeah. Dude, it's like the opposite of my Jared situation. <laughs> By the way, please make that your next memoir. <laughs> the opposite of my Jared situation. <laughs> that fucking Jared Diggs, they've got to clear his name. Yeah. I'm so oh, Subway will, n- will not cut ties faster. I mean... Also, it's just like, hey, I dude. I mean, just for being close to that. You lucked yeah. the fuck out, Jared. You hit the lottery by being fat. And then you fucking <laughs> found these new sandwiches. And like, and so it's like, dude, but I guess he's been doing it for what, 20 plus years? I think he's pretty set for now. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, do, he's doing all right with the money. Maybe, that, and maybe now he can just fucking eat nothing but Burger King and get super fat and unrecognizable. <laughs> can you imagine? Dude, if he did that, by the way, and someone made a documentary about this whole thing, it'd be oh. one of the greatest of all time. If he goes <laughs> into a downward spiral. Downward spiral gets oh, like God. 500 pounds, gets a yeah. show, a special where, where Barbara Walters is like, this is my last interview. And and you are fat as fuck. You used to eat fresh, and now you do it your way. So you know. <laughs> uh, oh wait, so so SeaWorld, what was the reaction though from? I, I, I got the news uh, and everybody. They were like, the, well, the um, well, I can't even really remember very well. They launched an investigation. So like, SeaWorld, uh, con- the, the, SeaWorld the, the contacted Florida, you first. The, no, no, not SeaWorld. SeaWorld never said shit. Right, because it's not it's not their property. They were they they really have no right to. Oh, gotcha. Well, right. I mean, anybody could sue anybody for anything, but if they sued me for that, like mm-hmm. that would have been a fucking media shitstorm. Like exactly. that would have like they don't been, want that. They want to just fucking it's, let that shit blow over, you mm-hmm. know for sure. I mean, that's what that's what my best guess. Right. Um. But uh, yeah, like the the California Highway Patrol investigated me, Ugh. and uh, and determined that it wasn't a felony. Even though the whatever the fucking Caltrans okay. said that I did, that I caused seven thousand dollars worth of damage because this tape I used when I taped the sucks on there, yeah. mm-hmm. I peeled off the reflective property of the sign, and uh, and so they had to replace the entire sign. Okay, and, and I mean I, I was like, what did I say? I some kind of thing. I said, wow, you know, like. Uh, Oh, man. I well, can't remember. I had some witty fucking comeback or something. But, something uh, smart. SeaWorld sea sucks still. Hey. <laughs> like, all right. right. It was just like, well. Uh, well it's only $7,000 there's, yeah, well, No, no. I said, I said uh, if if what they're really trying to say is that it costs seven, it costs the state, uh, uh, that it costs California taxpayers over $7,000 to remove a piece of tape, you know, <laughs> then, like, what's really going on, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, what's really on going you guys. On? Are we really, like, you know, not fucking, you know what I mean? Like, come on, like, how insulting are we with our taxpayer money? But, uh, but yeah, because I can get my offensive. friend to come over and just like remove right. tape for a six pack. Right, even more <laughs> offensive than the idea that it costs seven thousand dollars to remove a piece of goddamn tape is the fact that they went and fucking created an entire new sign that says fucking SeaWorld on it. You know? <laughs> wow! Like how fucking 
yeah, offensive. But yeah, no, that was a jackpot. I, really, <laughs> I loved that one. And you felt, and you feel good about it too, because you yeah, uh, you're tied to it emotionally. For sure. So you know? and then what? And then there was another one after that. There was a few. There was. The, I mean, I don't even want to necessarily for sure. get into this one because I fucking wound up kind of regretting the next one mm-hmm. when all the celebrity dick pics fucking where they ever the, the oh yeah uh, the, iCloud hackers right right right. I went and fucking had my like a wiener shoot. <laughs> Wait a like minute. Up by the Hollywood sign to get into. I, that. I went. I went up to the Hollywood sign. My little fucking. Is Larry Edwards, and you know, I just got butt ass naked. I flopped my dick and balls in every direction. <laughs> Cartwheels, the, the north, works. south, east, <laughs> yeah. west. Right. I fucking did a whole fucking, you know, sexy shoot, <laughs> close ups on my dick and everything. And uh, and then I fucking texted the photos to my friend at TMZ, said, Hey, you know what? Like, I. I I forget what I said. Like maybe I want to see like if it, like what what's really going on with this fucking hacking scandal. Sure, or is just trying to get ahead it, of it. Is it that the hackers are that good, or that the celebrities being hacked are that dumb? Mm-hmm. But like I want to find out, and so I just I'm, I'm here to assure you that there's a wealth of fucking dick pics freshly <laughs> on my iCloud, <laughs> and I'm inviting the hackers to you know. Yeah, right. go for it. It was just like because that was insane publicity for all those guys. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It was insane publicity for me because it was like a fucking, you know, there was like a, a you know, it cycled a few times around. And, sure. um, you know, my Twitter got hacked, like, and then it was just like, fuck, what did I do? Because I didn't really think about, like, my fucking credit card information, my banks, you know? Yeah, right. you don't like to challenge so, hackers. Right. Because they, so, they could actually mess you up So then bad. I fucking had, I, I met with, like, my accountant, like, my business manager, and fucking, like, went through all these. I can't even believe I'm talking about this. Thank <laughs> uh, God it's only a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for that. Don't worry. Uh, no one listens. You're fine. <laughs> You're fine, no, but, but whatever. They've attached fucking, you know, and I found it. Like, I mean, like, I did, like, kind of dig into it and get educated. Like, after the fact, of course. Yeah, sure, of course. And, uh, like, what, like, what you're really, like, uh, you know, the big thing is that, you know, where people will fucking, you know, wipe you out is, like, uh, they'll apply for credit as mm-hmm. you, you know? And so, right. like, I, I, like what, I attached, like, like, extra layers of PIN numbers with, oh, with the, the credit bureaus yeah. and stuff and, like... With like, I mean, I just went like it was a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah, you know? yeah. And uh, and, like, and, like, and, man, and I'm no like, longer really interested in fucking challenging hackers to do shit. Like, sure, they're great at their jobs and fucking. <laughs> you yeah. win, hackers. You 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 were great. Uh, <laughs> Thank you for being so great. <laughs> what uh what, what what's this British TV show you did? Oh, the called jump. the jump. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, that was cool. I mean, like uh. I got offered a bunch of money to go to fucking Austria for a, you know, six week fucking, you know, vacation. vacation. Yeah, exactly. How dope is and Austria? I was like, and I was like, you know, Austria was cool, yeah. man. And like, I didn't even, I agreed to do it before I even figured out like what it was. You know, they're like, oh, well, you're going to have to go off of like a fucking like 30 meter fucking ski jump. You yeah, know? it was like celebrities doing winter sports. Right. right? So it was like, right, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was like winter sports with the stars, you know? It's like, <laughs> a great uh, idea. I know. It was really cool. They wouldn't, they're, like they're too like like afraid of lawsuits mm-hmm. in, uh, in the fucking states, states yeah. to, to fuck yeah. with it. Because especially like on the first, I was on the second season, the first one, like there was like, 
I forget what it was, but the, people got fucking hurt. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah, well, dude. I mean, yeah. If you're doing a ski jump, it's not you're not. Yeah, I made it. I made it uh, seventy feet off a ski jump. No shit. What? Yeah, I, I cleared seventy feet. Dude. What, what other sports did you do? There was like downhills, uh, uh, fucking slalom, mm-hmm. luge. You know, oh my god! Like, fucking like face first luge was called oh, skeleton. Skeleton, yeah. Right, did and, you do uh, that? Yep, and did, I did bobsled. I was gonna ask, did you go cool runnings on us? <laughs> yeah, I did how bob- dope? How dope was that? Bobsledding. The bobsled just fucking hurt my back. It was just fucking. Yeah, I, I didn't. It just down, did, right? And it was like a fucking kind of like a roller coaster. I didn't like. It. <laughs> <laughs> Reminds you of roller coaster. Yeah, I did not yeah. like. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. I didn't like. I, I and I didn't like the fucking the skeleton either. But I, I, I got. I, I, I got my, my head around it, and like once I did it a couple of times, and then I was like, okay, and I figured it out, and then like I can't, like I beat everybody on the whole show. Oh no shit! I would have fucking won the whole show. Like the the, the bookies, the gambling odds were they had me like number one to win. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was like there were two random episodes that had like this fucking stupid jump onto an airbag, and uh, it just like. I don't know. I was too deep in my fucking downhill jumping training. Like, it was just different. Like, uh, you know, you go off the downhill jump and you got to straighten your legs. Mm-hmm. You go off the other kind of... And whatever, dude. I just fucking... <laughs> Who were the other celebs that were I on the show? Can, yeah. Uh, Anyone that, they were from the States? They were all the English people, really. Oh, okay. Like, uh, Heather Mills, who the one-legged lady. Oh, who, yeah. Oh, Paul McCartney's ex. Right. She was on it, dude. She was on the show. She didn't last very long. <laughs> <laughs> You yeah, think? Because they had to do a potato sack race. Yeah, <laughs> but like, she was cool. No, I, I was, I was, yeah, she was, I was psyched on her, and yeah, it was just me and her that that were like international mm-hmm. names, you know. But like the this this dude, my favorite, my favorite dude. Like I really liked the guy, and he was um, like a captain of the England rugby team, okay. and, as well as a, a member of the the World Cup winning rugby team. Oh shit! No kidding. Yeah, like he won the world. So he's not world, tough at all. He rugged the, won the rugby World Cup, oh, and geez. he was the captain of the English rugby team, and he's married to the da- the granddaughter of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> Jeez, that that's the most interesting man in the world. Yeah. He's pretty interesting and Holy super shit. cool too. And like, oh uh, yeah. I would, I, I would hope so. Right, yeah. And oh, he's yeah. the only guy that when I gave a quaalude to, he fucked me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so is there is there a uh, is there an Austrian version of Stevo like Schloss and Uberstein or some sort of like really. like Not crazy really. no. Not, but it was fun and I figured like fuck it. Like you know in the states I think there's sort of like a, a stigma a little bit like to be go on like these competitive sure. reality shows it's you're mm-hmm. kind of like you're not gonna not doing that well in your life. <laughs> you know, like, well, I mean, your, your I could tell you because I once worked on a TV show called Hulk Hogan's Wrestling with Celebrities. Oh, nice! And uh, <laughs> wow, I mean, I was the I was the audience warm up guy. I didn't actually get in the ring, right, right, but, right. but I you mean, saw. Oh, but the cast. You saw the I mean, sad. I mean, right. the cast was stellar, man. I don't know if you know uh, Screech from Saved by the Bell, right. Todd Bridges, Frank Stallone. Right, right, right. Oh, my God. Danny. Mary, Mary fuck kill. Uh, <laughs> uh, the chick who fucking whacked Nancy Kerrigan in the knees. Tanya Harding. <laughs> yeah, yeah Tanya for Harding. sure. She's she on wasn't every there, show. but man, she should have been. That was, that, right. Yeah, she, she, uh, she already has a weapon. She just comes out with a crowbar. But, but I mean, whatever, you know. Like, I mean, I shouldn't even shit on it. be like an elitist celebrity kind of guy, but, but whatever. Like... Like, I did Dancing with the Stars sure. you know, on my way out of rehab. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, yeah. I that, mean, I was, like, still living in a halfway house, and, like, I'd been, I mean, whatever. Like, hey, but man, in, this case, in this case, I felt like, okay, for where I'm at, like, I don't really want to be doing that kind of shit. 
mm-hmm. know, but I was like, okay, it's only going to air in England, and they're offering me a bunch of money. And if anybody doesn't like the fact that I'm on a fucking reality competition show, to go get rad on a ski vacation in Austria. Yeah, like, fuck them, man. Yeah, I was like, yeah, fuck them, yeah, I know, you're, dude. Getting, you're, you're getting paid to go off a ski especially, jump? Especially since, like, like uh, you know, prior to getting the phone call about that, I, I'd made a deliberate decision. I said, you know what? This fucking winter, I'm taking time out to, mm-hmm. to ski. Huh. To go to, and, and maybe even learn how to snowboard, which I now learned how to snowboard. I came home with a fucking bitchin' new snowboard, and they, I get to keep all the gear and everything. Yeah. It's so rad. That's great. Yeah, and then so and then while you were making that mission in your head, someone calls you up yeah, and says, like, you want to get like, paid like, to do it? I was like, I'm going to yeah. fucking take time out to go to the ski resort this year like and really enjoy myself. And yeah. then mm-hmm. I get a phone call. I want to go on a vacation to go skiing. I'm like, yes. Is it <laughs> tough for you not to if you do take, like, do you take just regular vacations? No, no. God, no. I mean, well, I go on surf trips, but I bring like bros to film everything. Uh, that's what I was going to ask. Is there any sort of trip you do where you, you're not like, oh, this would be fun I, to film? Like the idea of not working to me like makes my skin crawl, you know? Yeah. I, I mean, whatever. I'm just always like, I'm, I'm always, you know, most of like everything that I do. Well, sure. I mean, it's, like, it's like for YouTube, you know, but, and like to make the leap from like, you know, like, like jackass movies which come out and like every theater and goes number one in the box office and then like okay now I'm going to start uploading YouTube videos it was like really upsetting and depressing but but the fact is that that's like an important shit to do yep. yeah and you've time. made and, and you've made the crossover to uh, yeah, the new I'm, medium where a lot, yeah, a, man. A, lot a lot of other people right? haven't you know like it's, it's, it's crazy because like I, it was depressing you know especially like I went through a super dark period when uh when Knoxville was filming the Bad Grandpa movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, we knew it, you know? Like, we knew it was, like, Jackass. It's Jackass presents. style. Yeah. I mean, it was, the Jackass is in the title. It's really? Jackass Presents Bad Grandpa. And well, like, did you present that? Well, no, but, like, I don't know the name Jackass. None of us sure. do, you know? So gotcha. it was, like, it was the feeling was, and I think, that, I mean, I, I, I think I could say for pretty much all of us, but I'll just speak for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt like, okay, now they're making a Jackass movie without the cast of Jackass, right. just Knoxville. Without and it was just like, guys. so I felt like I got fired from Jackass. It was like, this is like sure. my, my, my little head is mean to me. You know? yeah. Right. And I was like, okay, so now I'm going to be adjusting to my new life as like, you know, the Jackson four. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? L- little Michael just left. <laughs> right. Like no. Knoxville just went and timber laked us. <laughs> and now Tito's got a YouTube channel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> God, I would totally watch that. Yeah. He's got a son named Your Majesty. I would to- I would totally watch that. Oh, oh, does he? Wow. He has a son named Your Majesty. But but you know, at, I mean at the whatever. Same time, like I mean and, and I mean there was that feeling and it, it was like you know, and like so Whatever and and uh, and I just fucking got fed up like with like it was dark and I was like you know what fuck dude fuck it like you know because I was trying to get this one TV show going it just wasn't working out and I said fuck it I'm just you know I'm gonna fucking just do it you do know? it on my, my own my, yeah. and then yeah and I really like since that time like I like learned how to edit for my first time at that point you know mm-hmm. and like once I learned how to edit I was just like I'm just creating content like crazy and um, you know since like at that time. Like, I was under 1 million followers on Facebook, and since then, I've just been fucking... I've got, like, 8.7 million on Facebook. Like, I'm, Fuck. I'm over a million on Instagram and Twitter and, like, like uh, 
over three million on YouTube. Like it's, I mean, it's all online shit, but, but I'm stoked on it, man. And like, you know, the shit that we've been talking about, I've been fucking going buck wild, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, you, you, you started a second YouTube channel where you right. do, where just you, for like throwaway shit. Yeah. Where yeah. you do the, is, is it's, that it's more like, just like, or? well, like the, the, uh, it's like vlogs, like sort of like if if I was doing a reality show, just like day to day shit, you know. Right, right, right. But that kind of went by the wayside because because Snapchat has become like so important. I started doing Snapchat, and I got over a million people on Snapchat. Jesus, wow. And uh, and I do that kind of a, a lot. Uh, what do you post? I'll do whatever. Like I'll fucking climb up on shit, like and and shit. <laughs> you can show whatever you want on Snapchat. Like I've done some pretty fucking like high poops over toilets. You know, <laughs> I, that's like my like. Welcome fucking... back to high poops. <laughs> I mean that. I mean that's your new show, Stevo. High, high, high poops, poops. <laughs> hosted by Stevo. Yeah, well, I'd I watch mean, that. That you know you gotta have that. It should be a moment like in the show, but but, but whatever, man. Like. And, and I mean, I I feel great, man, to be doing stuff. And the thing is, too, and I've been, I can't believe I've I've managed to go this long into the show without fucking blurting this out. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually not even proud of like waiting this long. I'm actually regretting it. I should have started and been like, you know, I got to deal with the fucking showtime. <laughs> you know? Wait, what? I'm Wait. Doing, I got a fucking uh, comedy special. Yeah. I know because I know I I, I texted you about it. Yeah, because because you had texted me about it. Right, But now it's it's done. Right. It's fucking. I thought you were going to say season two of High Poops is coming back. (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. Dude, that's unbelievable. I'm doing an hour long special for fucking Showtime, even though, like, I went over there and. and uh, you know they they said that it, you know if it, if if it plays best at forty five and like you know like that or or if, you know if it's an hour or fifty five yeah. minutes mm-hmm. or like if it's fucking all really good seventy minutes eighty minutes we don't sure. care like they you just, do whatever they you just want. wanted you yeah you know, whatever fucking makes it the best show and uh, and I'm just so stoked because like. You know, I've been I've been touring like headlining comedy clubs for for coming up on five years since you and, were on the show last time. Have you? I mean, really been? Oh, I've still, been grinding. Yeah, it. I've been grinding Hell my yeah, dick dude. off doing it. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's been like five years on the road, and um, I would say that I've been ready to do a, a special for fuck, you know, like a good couple of years, but I just kept. You know, Smart move, by the way, because that's you know I think we all when we I mean even uh, you know even though when you started when you did but even you know when we start it's like you just you think you're more ready than you are when you get going because well, right. once you start to figure it out and get some success uh, it's you know you can't totally comprehend that it is about like furthering developing your point of view and time is on your side but when you're like dude two years in if I'm crushing it two years in why shouldn't I be doing this on TV right well for sure having the foresight to go oh it's gonna be even better three years from now the thought process it went like this like uh a couple of years back, I was thinking, okay, you know, like I should be thinking about doing a comedy special, but what? But but I I uh, had like two bins in mm-hmm. my head, you know, one bin for material I was willing to part with, right? You know, which would which was the special bin, yeah, yeah, and then the other bin was like. The shit that when that special comes out that I can keep touring with, you know, right. and, I, and in my head I'm like dividing it up, like mm-hmm. okay, this will, you know, and then what? And I was doing that for a while, but then at a certain point, I got straight fucking burned out, you know, because I was grinding too hard on there. I was just touring. You can so, get stand up out for sure. I was just yeah. touring so fucking heavy, and I was just fucking one night, like I, you know, one night I did a comedy show in like a fucking bar that was like all standing room, you know, and like. 
I fucking hate that, you know? I right. Because people don't even know what they're coming to see. And like, I'm like, and it was that night I said, I said, fuck it, fuck it. You know, I'm yeah. fucking, I'm fucking burned. I said, I'm not fucking, I'm not going to fucking like cherry pick like what, 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 what I can part with and whatever. I said, fuck yeah. it. I'm going to fucking do it. Burn it all up. I'm going to burn it all up. <laughs> fuck it. I'm, I'm fucking burned out on the road. I'm going to fucking put it all in, all in. I'm going to make the best fucking special I can with everything I've got. All of it, there it and is. Uh, and and fuck it, and then I'm gonna fucking take some time off to work on other shit, you know, because I'm working on, on on my own fucking movie, you know, like, awesome dude, and I want to fucking work on that, I want to work on this and whatever, and so I'm just gonna do a fucking comedy special. That's great, and man. Uh, and so then at that point, what I did was uh, I told my agents, I said. Um, let, let's fucking book a show at the Hollywood Improv and fucking br- invite every motherfucking network. Mm-hmm. And, have, and I just did, you know, and I had like a- everybody, you know, uh, in Comedy Central, Epics, like I don't know if Netflix was there, Showtime, HBO wasn't there, which, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, fucking. You Showtime know, think, was super responsive. The next day, like everybody wanted to fucking do it. That's so like, dope, man. Fantastic, man. And, I, and I wanted to, I, I wanted Showtime, man. Well, you yeah, know? But, yeah and, and this is going to be so great. I mean, uh, the the feedback I've gotten from my Showtime special has been fantastic. And, like, people are now coming out to the shows that didn't know sure. me. They, sure. They didn't know me before. And you did it right, too, because that's the other thing, too. Because when I went in there, and it took a while, man, like, uh, to get the deal done. Because there's, like, it's so... There's like different windows, and so there's different components. Like Showtime gets like the first like year or something, yeah. and then it goes over to like Comedy Central, right? Or they, you know, or whatever. How I don't know, I'm not even sure. And they get to hold it for X amount of months before it goes to iTunes, right? Right. Or so there's mm-hmm. so, and then there's like Hulu and Vimeo and like all these different components. So it was really complicated, and, and uh, like it was last year November when I, when I did this the showcase for all, you know the show at the Improv. And then, like, the deal's taking so long to happen, and I'm touring, and I'm touring, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, fucking anxiety, because I'm grieving, I'm preemptively grieving for the loss <laughs> yeah, of my material. I'm, like, oh, I'm like, what am I doing? You know, oh, like, God. Going, it's but scary. Then I was, but then I was like, fuck it, and, and, and I just had a meeting over at Showtime. I went in there, and, um, and I was like, you know, and I told him that. I said, fuck, you know, like... Um, I said, I've been like fucking feeling a little like grieving for the, you know, but I said, fuck it. I don't care. I want this special. It was going to be the fucking best. Yeah. Period. Because I want to be a comedy motherfucking factory, not a comedy motherfucking warehouse. <laughs> you know? Put I'm that not, on the letterhead. I'm not fucking, I'm not, I'm not going to fucking stash and store and fucking hold and keep. No, fucking Churn crank it out. it out and make the best special I yeah. can. And, um, and and I'll tell you right now, because I went through the exact same anxieties that you were going through. Right. Once you put out the special. You put it out, then you fucking get a fire under your ass. Yeah, you Plus, like, you I'm, work. I'm cranking out so much more. What I've been doing now is, like, is, uh, before I even get to that, because I've been doing shows with, with some of the other jackass guys to kind of, like, take the pressure off of me, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, do a little less time. Thinking, like, I timed it all fucking wrong, you know, <laughs> but But whatever. Um... But I went into this meeting at Showtime and I told them, I said, hey, I'm holding nothing back. I'm giving you, you know, I'm giving you everything that I have. Now, I was on stage for two hours that night at the Hollywood Empire. No shit. Whoa. Well, I mean, I did straight stand-up for like an hour and a half. And then I just fucked up Steve-O's shit for... And that's what the special, right? Yeah. yeah. My fucking opening sequence is going to be fucking a stunt Dude, I got to be honest. Brad's special is Showtime's highest rated special right now, right? It's dope. Uh, And I heard that, too. I I heard that. And they actually... um, Brad's name came up in the Showtime board. Hey, I'm being brought up in meetings. All right. 
this was this was like a fucking easiest meeting ever because it wasn't because <laughs> I already had the deal. You yeah. Know? And so I went in there just to talk about where I want to tape it. I want to tape it in Austin, Texas. Great city. You know? Fantastic. Or Paramount Theater. I think that that's where I so want to That's where Swartzen just did his, and like that's I, uh, I was, we started that tour on the fucking Paramount Theater. It's so dope. You, yeah. Have you done it before? Yeah, well, I haven't. That's why I want to do Austin, because uh, I have never done it. Also, anything. Austin, I feel like that crowd for you will just be so... I'm not, dude, I love Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I fucking love Would you Texas. shoot some shit and in, And I like... haven't done stand-up in Austin, so it's... it's oh, great idea. Great, great so, city. So it's a fresh crowd, and I came up with, I was like, I want to do Austin. And then I bumped into Nick Swartzen. Nice. And I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm fucking, I'm so excited to tell him, yeah, I'm doing, doing a special. Yeah. And, uh, He's pumped. And I, and, uh, and I said, he said, what are you going to do? And I said, I'm thinking Austin. He goes, dude, I taped both of my last. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He did both of his last specials there. So that means he went to Austin, fucking taped it, fucking loved it so much. He went and did it in Austin again. That's cr- mm-hmm. That doesn't happen a lot, I feel like. Right? Yeah. No, re- yeah. He might do it with the great. same production company. Sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. The same location. He might wear the same hat, you know? <laughs> right. But so Brad's name came up and they were like, yeah, you know, check out Brad's special. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh. And, and and I did. I fucking thought it was great. Um, when Brad's name comes up, you know, I'm talking about you like you're not here. Right. Fucking, I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, uh, oh, that was why you came up because they said uh, the the guy. I think his name's Greg. Uh, the, the, oh, the, the, the boss. Dude. Oh, uh, Scott Montoya. No, no, no. The, that's your your uh, producer. producer guy. I'm talking about the Showtime, Showtime boss. boss. Oh, boss. Showtime boss. Oh, yeah. Showtime boss. Okay. He says. He says to. To this day, the most fucking epic, or, or the most fucking incredible, unbeatable closer mm-hmm. of a comedy show or special mm-hmm. is Brad Williams. <laughs> hey, look and at I that. Was like, and I was like, yeah, it's fucking with the fucking lap dance. Yeah, darn show. right. And, and, and sorry to he say this. He says, he says, that is, he said, that to me is just such pure magic. <laughs> <You know? laughs> nice. And I was like, wow, you know, I said, because... And he, and he said, please, are you going to still get naked at the end of your show? I said, <laughs> I said, you know, I didn't think of it that way because, like, me and Brad have, like, the fucking clothes. The big clothes. Do, do you still do the same clothes? It, like, it's because it's you don't want to make a sporadic nice. appearance. Like, you, know, you don't want to do the then. same material, but, no. like, when you've got, like, something like that, like, that, you know, it's almost like. Yeah, I think you can get you can get away with that. Yeah, you know? some uh, there, some nights when I'm just really feeling it, I will. Some nights I don't, so I like to keep the audience on their toes. Cool, man. You know, and That's Brad good. and Brad, your special was unbelievable, as was your closer. But I'm sorry, Dancing Dwarf Invest will be trumped oh, by fire breathing backflip. <laughs> 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 There's just no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Special, I completely agree. No offense taken. For my special, I'm going to do the fire breathing front flip. Oh, yeah. Because oh, okay. that way, your face and your head goes right through. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, dude. I love that. Dude, that's right. a good, dude. The, the half stunts have like, or uh, I mean, that's just that's such and, a I great. Mean, I'm not even trying to like l- like use stunts as a crutch anymore, like because I feel like I, you know, I, I'm ready to let my comedy do it. But but as I kind of an ode, I'm gonna you know well, do some tricks. But also, yeah. people, it's yeah. it, it, I think it'd be stupid to not do that because yeah. it's right. uh, there's who else does what you do? Nobody. So because of that, and there's still uh, obviously a giant audience is still. Right. Wants I'm to toying just, with the idea of weaving through the special. Some some uh, offstage footage, you know. I think so. I think that's, that's a great idea. idea. Right. And and I and when you say using stunts as a crutch, I don't think it's a crutch because, like Adam said, you're providing something that they don't right. get anywhere else. Yeah. Right. And that's what I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards more is to turn the comedy special up on its head. Yeah. You know, if you were doing 15 minutes of stand up and 45 of stunts, right. then yeah, people would be like. 
Well, then what was the point of the comedy, really? Right, right, because right, right, you're right. clearly still just a stunt guy. But now right. you're making a statement like, right. no, man, like you're getting a full special and some. Right. Uh, and I, I'm fucking committed to the comedy, and nobody fucking knows that I do stand up. Yeah, it's so going to be like, dope. You know, and, and then and they're going to see this. I, was, I, told my, I told my agents, my lawyer, I was like, hey, um, Billboard on the Sunset Strip, like, I, like, can we demand that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And then, and then, like, when I get my Billboard on what the Sunset Strip. What if SeaWorld writes, Steve O sucks? <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> and there's a big whale. You're sucking a whale's dick. <laughs> Well, whatever, Ultimate dude. revenge, Steve. I'll be stoked because that would make the news. And like, you know, even if it doesn't happen, like, as soon as I get that billboard, I'm fucking climbing up on fucking top of it. Oh yeah, dude, taking gonna, a shit, high I'm poops, poops season three, <laughs> the highest poop, the highest of the poops. Yeah, yeah. that that'd be a good high poop for sure. But yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get. We're gonna I want get, that audio. Get the drone and climb up on there. And yeah, then once, yeah. you know, because it's got the little ledge where you can stand on something. But right. I want to fucking sit on top of the top of the sign and know? be there and also maybe do like a and David s- Blaine type shit where you sit, sit there, there for a day until the cops fucking come I was just gonna say yes man cause, cause like I definitely need to get arrested <laughs> on my billboard so then there's a whole fucking news story so everybody in the whole fucking world knows about my billboard and my special did you I, ever, did you? I don't know why anybody who ever had a billboard didn't fucking climb up on it and stay on it <laughs> until they got arrested well Meryl Streep tried to for Devil Wears Prada <laughs> but they shot I her down with a taser gun pretty quick <laughs> I shouldn't even be fucking saying my ideas before I do them. No, oh, but still, that's that's unbelievable. <laughs> and when you look at your YouTube channel, you see like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. Right. That's that's absolutely right. what you should right. be doing. And, and yeah, but I'm I'm so thrilled about it. And, and you know, uh, it's a big deal, so man. We're in the we're over at Showtime. Brad's name comes up, the epic, mm-hmm. you know, end of the thing. And so then I'm like, you know, like Brad and I do have the best, you know, sh- live show enders. Absolutely. And, and that's not the only thing that we have in common. You know, like, we're both, like, the fucking VIPs or the, or the fucking <laughs> most epic performance in the green room at, at Deja Vu. <laughs> at Deja Vu Comedy Club in Columbia, Missouri. Wow. <laughs> not a lot of people I, can own that. Just, <laughs> ju- ju- just me and you, my friend. Right. We are the stuff of legends. <laughs> the only, what, the only two guys to... Uh... Well, just the, the like, because they have the, the green room. This fucking comedy club, we all, we went through this. Sure. Already. No need to rehash it. Yeah, like, yeah. Listen to, if, you, if anybody listening to this podcast has not heard my my one and only previous podcast well what's great is that you know we have a shit ton of listeners but we've gotten so many more many, since the last many, time uh, about yeah. 150 yeah all right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fuck dude yeah. well i mean it, 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 no it's just 150 it's not no 000, fuck but. you <laughs> fuck it's you just Brad. 150 he's being dude, modest i need to fucking go and fucking do a podcast re-up my fucking security on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> Revisit my fucking <laughs> yeah, but dude, over a million on all uh, the social media sites like that, like that's huge. Ah, oh, dude, I'm. St- it's all I do, you know. Yeah, it's all I do. But but I think I'm getting some traction on getting uh, getting my own movie going. People ask me fucking constantly, dude, are you gonna do another Jackass movie? Right. And and the, I have a couple of fucking responses to that, you know. Mm-hmm. Like um, one is there's a uh, a guy in Tampa, and anybody listening who's from Tampa. Please let Mike Calton know that it's just this is Mike Calton is the radio guy. Okay. In Tampa. Oh, it's the Mike Calton show. Is that the he used to be Cowhead? Ca- Cowhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Cowhead on the radio. This motherfucker is like top three. Mm-hmm. Top three. I love Kevin and Bean. Yep. Yeah, they're the best. Like, uh, I love uh, up in up in San Francisco. Fucking. Uh, what is it? Uh, 
Who's uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm Brad's ca- former stomping. Yeah, I'm kind of biased because I because I, I like the brand right, new wait, 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 uh, Kevin Mike Klein Cal- live show. I'm, yeah. I'm not, we're, we're, I'm talking with Mike Calton, and um, and, and and he's like, yeah, you know, like he says when when I went to go see Jackass 3D, he said I was kind of nervous for you because I wasn't sure. If like if I was going to be watching it and be like, okay, we've reached the point where this is kind of sad to watch. <laughs> He's you like, know, but, that's an honest question. Yeah, it was, an, it was an honest statement. And he said, like, he said, uh, you know, he said I was really happy that I didn't get that feeling. You know, that Good. I didn't get that feeling. And uh, and and I was like, man, that was really cool of you to say that. And and I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it, if. Uh, there's a point now. If it's like if we all got together and made another Jackass movie, you know, with you know those of us who remain, mm-hmm. like if it would be at that point where it's like sad. Well, I can't say I can't speak to that, but yeah. I don't even have to speak to that because, I, and I don't even think that it's fucked up to say this, but like not everybody on the cast the, is in presentable fucking shape right now. You know? Hey, Motherfuckers it, are fucking off the rails, dude. You I, do I'm it. not saying fucking... And guess I what? That makes a difference, that. man. You don't... Guess what? If Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels came back for Dumb and Dumber 2 and they already right. looked not the same, but right. if they had... Which was a bummer to me because... Yeah. And I think they just waited too long, but... Um, uh, and is, God bless Jim Carrey, but he was doing a caricature of... His old character. I just was like, you guys spent. There was too much time apart. But if they had, if they were each like, there's a, there's a two fifty or or whatever, or just like really disho- like you'd be like, wait, what? Like I, yeah, you can't get behind. Like the Anchorman too had a big gap in between yeah. and, mm-hmm. and sucked dick and fucking uh, whichever one we were just talking about. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Dumb and Dumber. It's I didn't even ADD see it. is real, kids. I didn't, I didn't even see it. It sucked dick. Yeah. yeah. And I, I hope they don't fucking Zoolander doesn't fall into that. Oh, I, how, I'm I'll be so, so nervous about that. I know, Zoolander's man. my favorite. It's so great. Yeah. I don't think they. I I just don't think they can because I think Stiller is a fucking. I think he's gonna, he's kind of he's, he's kind of a right. genius man. I think he's gonna do it right. So the way he, pulling off Tropic Thunder on top of everything else he's done like. But, you know, he wore every hat in that. And I just feel like, right. and, you know, he's made some whatever since then. But uh, I just feel like he's got to know what, like, right. how, what people are Zoolander's expecting. Fun. And then Will Ferrell's back in it. Like, right. I mean, yeah. I, I oh, met Susan Sarandon. Like, everybody's in it now. I met Susan Justin Sarandon Bieber's in New York. In yeah, dude. She's yeah. doing some, like, uh, apparently a, How about Justin Bieber? Scene. What, is, what a fucking brilliant move, that fucking roast. I don't even think the roast was that great. But just, like, a fucking... Yeah, it was just such a good call, and they went so easy on him. But in any case, I was talking about movies because, like, a Jackass movie. I'm fucking sick and tired of uh, of. I don't even say that of waiting. I'm like, fuck it, dude. I'm working my my tail off. Have been working my tail off to have my own motherfucking movie. You know? Right, right. Like and you don't my, want to be my, dependent on that, right? You know, you with my stand up, I've worked so hard to separate myself and to fucking have my own deal with this mm-hmm. with the special. I feel like that's gonna open if I can pull off like the special, which is which is just on, and then like a special, like and then fucking my own movie, which is like a fucking bad grandpa or a Borat, where sure. Like a lot of hidden camera footage yeah. with a narrative, mm-hmm. you know. That solidifies your transition, I think. I, right? I've got the fucking pass to make a fucking bad grandpa or a Borat style movie. Yeah, you know? and absolutely. the world needs more of those fucking things. Can I be honest? 
A thousand and ten percent. Like yeah. Bor- like Plus, Bad Grandpa was real light on the stunts, you know? Mm-hmm. They, I mean, whatever. Tried, I'm not talking yeah. shit on it. It was no, great. That's a, it was that's great. a commentary on it. It was great, yeah. and it did really well. And uh, and I just fucking, I have a movie in me, and I'm fucking... I love it, I'm, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking, I agree. I'm on a mission and fucking making shit happen. And you, and you already have a yeah. title. The opposite of Jared is me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a working title. No, no, it's called Tears on My Jizz Rack. <laughs> That? Wow, that was a. Uh, that's a working title. I mean, that sounds like a song title that Collective Soul threw away. It was like, oh, we want to call this song "Tears on My Jizz Rag," but uh, let's, let's call, call it, it. Yeah, let's uh, let's uh, call it December instead. Right. All right, all right. Sounds, sounds the, good. the month where most of my tears land. But don't. No, but, but, yeah, but, but you're I absolutely can, right. If I can get just if I can get you know that movie to pop off, it'll be dope. Sure, because you don't want to be like I, like yes, we all love the Jackass movies. They are phenomenal. They are completely innovative, but at the same time, you don't uh, want to run it into the ground. Yeah, because like sometimes, and uh, and to bring it kind of in a pro wrestling narrative, sometimes they walk out the old wrestlers that are now like sixty five years old, and, right. now, and now they're trying to wrestle. You're like, oh, this is not. I I remember you being right, like right, young right, and right. jumping off the top rope. Right. I, I I don't want to see you know old old but, decrepit jackass right. guys. But now, like here, so here's the thing with the with the jackass. Um, mm-hmm. Well, wait, real quick, old decrepit jackass guys. If you guys are 85, <laughs> I would actually love to see that. Right. Jackass. Well, it goes so far around well, that, mean, it, fuck, that it, it comes back yeah. to being awesome. I, I just turned 41. You know, I'm fucking 41 years old, and like, oh, you look better than both of us. Yeah, oh, no kidding. I, I don't know about that, but thank you. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, the thing is that like every time I fucking. Uh, you know, I mean, I'd say every time lately, I've been outdoing the fuck out of myself, you know, mm-hmm. like lifetime new, new level shit, you know, like I never, I just did a fucking backflip off a 60 foot bridge and that's like way gnarlier than any jump I did before, but whatever, like the other, you know, and, and all I've been doing is just shit on my own on like YouTube and social media and whatever. You're creating your own opportunities, and, dude, man. And I don't give a fuck because it's only social media, it's YouTube and I'm fucking going for it you know like i'm pushing myself gnarlier than ever and whatever as long as i still have it in me i'll continue to do that and like i don't know what the other jackass dudes are are doing you know you don't, you're like, right you guys don't i know keep bam touch. bam's just drinking himself to death on a fucking Ugh. tour like with, with a rock band i shouldn't say that but it's kind of what it looks like well i mean that, that road oh, life whatever. dude i don't care yeah. i mean the the, uh, the road life is can be fucking rigorous and if you just like if you commit to that like that i mean whatever yeah i mean whatever it's not the fucking road it's the problem I'm on the road. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I haven't had a drink in over seven years. I'm on the road. Well, I'm the saying like time. the band too, like that whole. I mean, the, right. the more people that you yeah, know, but comedy. Come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Less gear to worry about. Fucking more time to drink. <laughs> yeah, that's but true. I, yeah, you're right. But I guess like, <laughs> yeah. but if you no were, sound check. <laughs> yeah, like, that's I mean, true. There's no way around it. Like, yeah. plus, like you know, whatever. But uh, but what, what was interesting recently? Uh, Ari Shafir's got the. This is happening. This is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and storyteller uh, show. Right, the storyteller show, and like he, he had his first season on Comedy Central, and it, by the way, it got picked up for yeah, the second awesome. season. So you know, Go, big ups to, to mm-hmm. Ari Shafir. Yeah, it's great. Um, and. Uh, Oh, and and then they remind me. Fucking everybody from Tampa, let Mike Calton know. Steve O loves his ass. I fucking love that. Oh, there you go. Oh yeah. Um, 
tweet him. <laughs> no, Steve-O <laughs> loves you. Uh, and no. while we're at it, Mrs. Batelli, my second grade teacher, fucking still have a huge crush on you. So I don't, <laughs> I don't know where you're at, but big up to you. Put <laughs> yeah. that, yeah, put yeah. that out there. I just did a shout out. That's so whack. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. A, but, dude, are you kidding me? We, right. We've had uh, podcast fans that uh, right. hit us up so hard, and we'll give them shout outs and then lose their fucking minds. Yeah. Cool, man. We're thinking don't. about starting to charge for shout outs. <laughs> All right. Fuck yeah. I'm doing a fucking charity thing, fucking to raise money. And like one of the deals is going to be like for a certain amount of donation to my charity, you know, you get a shout out. It's a great a tweet, idea. A tweet. It's, a, it's like on the, on the menu of like the things menu. you can get for It's a great idea, dude. And, 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 right. and yeah, you kind of laugh at that, but then you look at your followers and you're like, oh, wait. That, if, if, if I can get a message out to that many people. Yeah. What if 50,000 people bought shout outs? Well, that, that's not going to happen. <laughs> By the way, that sounds like the uh, some sort of like really deep Gandhi question that maybe he like if he's but so. What fu- if fifty thousand people buy the shout out? <laughs> then what would you do then, right. Steve? Anyway, back, back to Ari Shafir. Yeah. Right. While his show is on hiatus, yeah, he reached out um, to I guess like whatever my agents, you know, like uh, our people, whatever the other guys. To say, I want to fucking do a jackass, you know, jackass night, yeah. storytelling. I think, like, to, I think that's brilliant. I think the purpose of it was to, um, whatever, uh, audition us to see if we, if they want to do an episode yeah. on the second season. Yeah. But they got us together. Now, none of the other guys have ever done stand up. Sorry, Preston Lacey, the, the, mm-hmm. the big guy, yep. has done stand up and is touring. Cool. And uh, and and power to him. He's got his own. It's called the Wrecking Ball Tour. <laughs> and that's fucking. That's based on his body shape. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, he's the human wrecking ball. Done. So fucking love Preston. Yeah. Stoked on him. So None he's got th- some some stage presence background. He's, he's, he's comfortable. He's, I mean, he's, he's still pretty green, but he's fucking got material and yeah. he's doing it. Cool. You know? mm-hmm. And I'm and, and I'm stoked for him. Um, the other guys never done stand up, but whatever. It's, it was a storytelling show. Yeah. You know. Yeah. We did it at the Hollywood Improv, $5 tickets, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, sold it out. Awesome. Or how do you not sell out a show with $5 tickets? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Um, we all did it. And the, the people really liked it, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't like everybody's doing stand-up. I, I, like, uh, I don't know. It was I mean, podcasty. It was I mean, you guys like, were up there shooting the shit. It was weird because I'm looking at the guys and, like, you know, they're winging it. But the crowd is fucking loving it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck, dude. You know? So I thought, all right, like. Everybody was like, Ari was like, dude, we should do it again. And like, the guys are like, I guess they're not doing much, you know? And so you're like, fuck, you know, let's do it. Let's yeah, do it let's again. Charge, <laughs> charge $10 for tickets this time. I need more money. So and Ari so, moderated it. He was kind of the. He did. He did. And then, like, uh, I was, everybody wanted to do it again. So I had to tell my agents, I said, what do you guys think of fucking booking me with like some of the other guys? You know, it'd be cool, like, for me. Cause I, you know, just out of that one show. I, I, you know, being with those guys and then, you know, like it just fucking kicked yeah. jock shit out of my head. It all comes back and, to and you. And fucking next thing you know, I'm telling like three stories that night I've never told. I was like, fucking wow. getting material out of this. So why not do a bunch of shows with these guys and yeah. see if I don't come up with new material? Yeah. And, you know? And you, you know what? The way, the same way we talked about, like, you don't want to see uh, them drag you guys out for like a, a full jackass movie. But what you do want to see is just you guys on stage yeah. talking about it. And, right. and like having a good time and rehashing those uh, those stories sure. and those memories because we all want. We could be, but I mean, it's a little depressing, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's kind of sad, but yes, yes, absolutely, we want. It's absolutely sad, yeah, yeah, yeah. but fucking people. <laughs> 
But great whites on tour. <laughs> but great whites on tour. <laughs> you know, I mean, I like to think of it more like on the model of like the impractical jokers are mm-hmm. doing yeah. like, a, you know, and like a lot of wrestlers, whatever, you know. But, what, you know, I mean, I kind of cringe a little bit about like, like making it real jackass heavy because jackass is not, it's been a while. You know, mm-hmm. and I'll, I like I'm pretty mindful about like not being like so. You know, I mean, sure, I got a little bit of that in my material. But, you have to, but like you know, I like to just keep my shit more current. You know, but also I think it's 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 wrong if you didn't acknowledge what got you to here, right? Of course, yeah. of course, it would be it would be a betrayal of uh, of to to leave that out. It's like if Bra- if Brad, but, but did, if that's all you do, if, yeah. if, if Brad, if Brad had, didn't um, acknowledge the um, Keeblers that brought him in when he was <laughs> lost in the forest, uh, sh- uh, shout out to uh, Gargamel and uh, all those guys that uh, made this possible. Shout out. Papa Smurf, you my you my midja. <laughs> For sure. That's gonna be a tattoo that I get a tramp stamp. Papa Smurf, you my midja. <laughs> Done, my friend. Oh did, my did you guys did you guys use like pictures and videos during the I feel like that would no. be a, a dope element. You know, no. like as you're telling a story to cut to like I mean the multimedia. Or do you like thing, that it's so raw and off the, the cuff? The multimedia thing, I mean I'm down for it, but like I just like I'd rather than show footage. I just rather fucking set myself on fire do on the stage. Did yeah, you do it like, during the storytelling? No, no, I mean I still do some tricks, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of figuring it out. And like I don't know, like um, we did a run of shows um, locally to just see what it's all about, yep. you know. And uh, we're doing Phoenix stand up live in Phoenix later this uh, month. Have you so. been there before? Yeah, I've been there Dude, a bunch of times. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's where you're going in Phoenix? Well, Tempe Improv. Yeah, no, more. also so Like, dope. my last time the Tempe Improv was the strongest ticket sales I've had anywhere. How dope is that room? Like, 2,400 tickets sold in one weekend. Like, Holy uh, shit. No yeah, kidding. it's a huge room, and I fucking... It, I, it was murderous. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever, like, teach some sort of... You know the way that there's people who teach, like, stand-up classes or, I don't know, art classes? Wow. Or will you ever teach some sort of stunt... No, like, no, 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 no. God, no. So you're not going to be Professor Stevo at, at, God, at no. any point. Here's how you put the car up your anus. <laughs> and no, that's not my deal. That's not my. Because you what? You wouldn't want to encourage. No, it's not that. It's just that, like. Uh, also, it's your thing. Why would you want to spawn right. off more other? Sure. But because it's just, I'm just into shit that hasn't happened before. You know, like I'm I, like. I've always been afraid of competition, so like I try to like do shit that I mean that was why initially I wanted to be a pro skater, but I was no fucking good at skateboarding, and I thought you know what I'm not that good, and I, if I tried to pursue skateboarding, I'd be at best a needle in the haystack because so many people do it. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna fucking focus my efforts on doing shit that nobody's ever done. Like I'm thinking like of the of the population of the world who can do standing backflips <laughs> proficiently. Nobody in that group of people is dumb enough to light themselves on fire. <laughs> so if I can figure out how to if do If I could be that idiot. If I, so I'm the only, I think I'm to date, I think I'm the only guy in the world who does fire-breathing backflips or, or fire. Oh, yeah, how that's, cool is that? I've got the lock on fire-breathing acrobatics. You know? <laughs> that's I'm the only motherfucker out there. You know, when you're the only person 
like entering a contest, you definitely win. <laughs> of course, you also lose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, 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 but I. I I think we're all winners when yeah. when, when we watch you, Steve-O. Yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, thank you, man. And, yeah, and, and again, dude, fucking dope time here. It's and, so and 150 is consistent. Yeah, yeah, man. Do you get numbers on, on how far people listen into it? Uh, like we probably can't get that breakdown, but it's just like it's downloads. Um, you know, per are episode. you gonna like edit in like uh, advertising? We we do. I mean, yeah. we have. So we we just start. We, we joined this new network, uh, Sideshow Network. Shout out to Sideshow. Uh, Sideshow. <laughs> wow, right. they're they're, so, they're doing such great things. I can't pronounce their name. No, yeah. the Sideshow Network, and um, they just uh, started a. Uh, um, they have a studio now at the Hollywood Improv, and so Brad and I are going to be there every Wednesday during Comedy Juice. On Who Wednesday. doesn't have a studio at the Hollywood Improv? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, like a, a podcast upstairs. Yeah. upstairs, yeah. yeah. They've right, been right, like right. a giant. I mean, it's like a fucking. But everybody real does deal. podcasts up there. No, yeah, but like not in the <laughs> studio. But like this is a new studio. They they, oh, they do okay. them in like rooms or whatever. This yeah. is like oh, okay. built for podcasts. Oh, okay, but yeah. um, so they they've helped uh get us uh I mean I think four or five ads like out cool. of the gate and we got more coming and and uh and it's great. And, you know, we didn't start doing this for money, but like once you get into it, you're like. That's an extra level of validation sure, where you're like, oh, sure. cool. It's it's cool to to when people come and go. Oh, you know, our like, brand fits your brand, and like, I wish the people would be more cool to understand. It's like, all right, when the ad comes on, it's like, wow, um, I I'm listening to a podcast. It's fucking like good enough to warrant fucking advertising you yes. know it's got a strong enough following that actually you know matters good for these fucking guys yeah. yes <laughs> you know? like speaking know. of ads we actually gotta take a real quick break I gotta do one <clears throat> Hey, everybody, it's me, Bill Cosby. <laughs> Promote my new product, Cosby PM. It's like Tylenol PM and NyQuil, but stronger. And you will not wake up with any sort of memory. Theo! It's why you'll be saying to yourself when you wake up, because you're in so much pain, rectally. <laughs> uh, all right, we're back with Steve-O. <laughs> and, uh, Steve-O, like, but I can't tell you how pumped I am for your yeah, special. Yeah, thank you, man. I, do, do, do we know... Have you already shot it? Or you no, no, no. I'm oh, trying okay. for September 12th in Austin, but oh, I'm just working out. The, the, uh, you know, I, I, Showtime, and I think this is rare, and I probably shouldn't even go into this, but like, I, I did the deal with Showtime before tying it to a production company. Right. Oh, okay. So, so now like, uh, I'm just figuring out like which company I'm going to do it with. Oh, I, they will be lining up for that. No shit. Well, I mean, that's like, going to be so great. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's, it's a luxury to be able to pick, you know. Sure. Um, and so that, like, that's been uh, last week and this week was uh, was the meetings, and now like, it's it's on. Yeah. You know? and so then now the next thing is just to book the venue and and just make it happen. And well, for and for our listeners, I can't tell you how many times I go to a comedy club and I always ask, I always ask the managers like, hey, who who's been here that you like? Who's been here that you don't uh, like? Your name always comes up on the yeah, holy shit, we love this guy. Me too. Cool. Because well, thank you. the staff and the audiences both they go to your shows they have they have they have an amazing time so if you're sitting if, if you're listening to this podcast going i don't want to see steve he's the jackass guy no go see his yeah, stand up chance. it is awesome i mean it's like th- first of all thank you and, mm-hmm. and and second like i mean what, what can i say like and the, i liked it on your special like the opening sequence how like you know for it was geared for people who don't know your name. You right. Know? So it's like you wasted no time when that shit started to be like, okay, 
this is my deal. Yes. This is what I'm about. This is why I do comedy. And yes. so it's like sort of get to know you for people right. who don't necessarily know you. And exactly. that was that was really clever. Yeah. For me, it's like, okay, more people are gonna know me, mm-hmm. but they don't know me as a stand up. Right. So <clears throat> so I have to like in in the the space of you know if with all these fucking stunts or whatever I'm gonna have in my opening sequence, which I'm sure will be fucking pretty stunty. Sure, I have to disseminate the information. It's like all right, people know me for being reckless with my body and my stunts, and like the fact is that I'm pretty goddamn reckless with my words too. <laughs> you know, like I'm like for the fact that I'm willing to admit shit that nobody in their right mind would ever admit, like. Mm-hmm. I.e. the time I got my dick sucked by a transvestite, you know? Sure. Like, it, it, you know, whatever. Like, I don't give a fuck. You know? But I love, I love, too, that you've you've uh, used that same type of mindset with yeah. your stunts in your comedy. Like, as right. far as, like, a no fear. Sure. I mean, fuck, dude. Like, I'm a sex addict. I went to fucking sex addict rehab. And, like, I have all kinds of material about that. Because I don't give a fuck. Fuck, you know? by, the, by the way, uh, by the way, the same way. Remember No Fear T-shirts from back in the day when it was like bases loaded, bottom of the ninth, two outs, full count, no fear. You should make one with your face on it that says Sea World sucks, dick sucked by a tranny, lit my butthole on fire, no fear. Right, I mean whatever. That's a T-shirt. But like, I mean. But it's awesome that you take that same aggressive approach right, with yeah. your material. I, I don't give a fuck, you know? And mm-hmm. so it's like, I, I'll tell you whatever. And the fact is that, like, I've just simply had an outrageous life, you know, between my experience and my, and my career and my personal life, whatever, that, like, people are interested in in what I'm going to, like, what the fuck is Steve-O going to talk about? You know? Yeah. Like, they think there's a built-in interest and I'm fucking reckless. I'm rigorously honest. I don't fucking waste anybody's time with fiction. And by this point, through all the chapters of my career, I've developed a keen sense of, like, what's fucking entertaining versus what's not fucking entertaining. You should have so know, I, yeah, with all the stuff you've done. So I don't know. Like, I don't really get what people would... I mean, whatever. I should just stop sucking my own dick, but... <laughs> I, never, I, I, never. Wait. You can do that, too? <laughs> do that, too? You are the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> Holy shit. But whatever. I should just fucking throw the towel now, but... But yeah, not like... I, I feel like... It's it's going to be great, and thank you for for saying that. Yeah, dude. You guys it, are fucking homeboys. This is awesome, man. And it's also cool uh, for me, uh, personally. You guys were buds prior to this, but like coming back through like this uh, for you, it's like it's cool to, to be even more, have even oh, more like rapport when, with you, when man. When does this go out? Uh, next week. Yeah, oh, next Monday. Week. Okay, cool, because never mind. I'm, wait, I'm, wait. I'm doing a, a, a set for Red Man tomorrow night. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That that's when we have time. But when you, but obviously, you know, you'll come back before the uh, special, like, and yeah, uh, do all that. Yeah, whatever. yeah. Uh, and also yeah. for high poop season five. <laughs> yeah, dude. High poop. I'm gonna fucking like, go to junkyard and get a toilet and fucking like, <laughs> park it down <laughs> right, at, right yeah, under fucking, your billboard. I don't know. You know what? That would alienate the mainstream media, dude. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> fuck that. I'll do a quick Snapchat of a high poop. Perfect. <laughs> To follow him on Snapchat. You know, I'm just I'm David Blaine it up there. I'm, at some point, you gotta I'm do that. have to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's badass. Thanks, Steve-O. Hey, man. Thank you, dudes. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> poops. Show. That's the show.
for listening to the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Boy, they're a lot of fun, huh? Why don't you subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessamay Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger, Schleichinger. I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you.